0: Shalom alaykum. We're learning today, Lulunishmus, Rabbi Yasif bin Yamin ben Rabbi Nasha Kaltman, Lukut the Sikhah's Chelik Tezvav Vayeda Aleph. This is a uh, special Sikha. It's, it's a Rashi Sikha, but it's like a classic one. It's a Sikha that's going to present us probably 11, 12, 13 questions on, on one Rashi referencing many of the klali Rashi, many of the Klalim, the principles that Rebbe, the Rebbe taught us how to learn Rashi. And utilizing these Klalim, we're going to have a bunch of questions which are going to lead us to a understanding of Rashi on a whole other level. One nekudah, one detail that really encompasses the answer to all the questions. But we end up with a fresh different understanding of what Rashi is trying to accomplish here. It's really exciting. Join me. So we're in the beginning of Parsons Vayera, when the Malachim come to visit Avram Avinu. And the Apostlech says, They said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? And this is the Rashi that we're going to be learning today. From Pasik VaYemru Elov Ayeh Saray Shtacha VeGomer is it Rashi Matik Diverter VaYemru Elov Rashi quotes the words VaYemru Elov they said to him on his Rashi says as follows Nakud Al Aleph Yud Vav ShebeElov the word Elov VaYemru Elov has dots in the Sefer as dots on three of the four letters the Aleph the Yud and the Vav of the word A love. Tanya we says, when there are more letters without dots than there are letters with dots in the word. At then you darshan, then you expound on the letters that have that have no dots because they're the majority. And if there are more letters with dots than without dots, then you expound the letters with the dots because they're the majority. Vikan, in this case, in the word a love, Hanakuda Rabba, al the dotted letters are more than the non-dotted letters. And therefore, at the you expound on the dotted letters, which in this case would be the letters Aleph Yudvav. Aleph Yudvav spells Ayoy. This teaches us that not only did they ask Avram, "Where is Sarah, your wife?" but they also asked Sarah, "Where is Avraham? The uh, the fact that the letters Aleph, Yud, Vav have dots on them, and they are the majority of the letters, uh, the majority letters. Of the word, therefore, we darshan Alif Yudva, we expound that the Malachim also asked Sarah, Ayoy, where is Lamadnu. And from this we learn, or we have learned, that the proper etiquette when visiting someone that the proper etiquette is that when someone is visiting, he should inquire. Of the man about his wife and of the woman about her husband. In other words, you're supposed to ask how they're doing. Nothing uh, too personal, but the the, the basic, you know, you uh, know, inquiring about the person's welfare, each of each of the people about their spouse. The uh, I, I, I'm pointing out uh, what he brings in the article Four that some of the Mefarshay Rashi uh, skip omit the words because it's not uh, a proper it's not proper tsnius that uh, you should ask a woman about her husband to, to carry the conversation like that but uh, there are mefarshim um, that are geiris these words and of course Rashi is geiris these words because in Prutishal Mikra the, the, the Malachim asked Sarah ayoy Avraham based on these dots so this is the first half of Rashi. Rashi is going to continue to discuss this issue about the Malachim talking uh, 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 talking to Avram. In in uh, and we're going to talk about it in Sif base So the first half of Rashi mentions the Nakudas, the dots on the word, on the letters Aleph Yudvav says that this teaches us that the Malachim asked Sarah, where is Avram? And this is consistent with the rule that when you're visiting someone, you should inquire from the person, from the man about his wife and from the woman about her husband. Is in them these understand? And this we have four questions. Aleph number one. Rashi's pirush is dach lecheira blaze avinvard a love nakud al aleph yud vav a yoish be a love. Farvas is ermitik echt avinvard One of the basic rules of Rashi is that Rashi's dibra hamaskel, the words he quotes from the pasuk, are relevant to the pirush. And to what Rashi is trying to tell us in that case, if Rashi is addressing the dots on the word a love, why does Rashi include the word Vayoymru in his Dibur maschil Base Rashi bring demnomen from Bala Maimer, norv and gitzu in Havon Haseinyin. Rashi only quotes the name of the person who gave the teaching if the name will add understanding to the topic. Vos faratez kum d'otsu, durch zoginaz demklal kolmokim shak, sa'vukhulu at gizokt l'bshim, l'bshimin ben alazer. So what added explanation are we getting by knowing that this rule, that we look at the majority of the letters, if they're dotted, if they're not dotted, and that it was said by Rav Shemim ben Elazar? what does that add to the understanding of this Rashi? Gimel. And the question Gimel is going to ask, the whole rule doesn't make sense. In other words, if you always uh, 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 expound on the majority Letters, which means if let's say you don't, let's say you have the majority of letters have a dot, you expound that. If the if the majority of the letters don't have a dot, then you expound on that. So the question is, always put a dot on the minority letters, and you'll note to darshan, the letters that don't have dots. In other words, the way I'm understanding this is that by the rebbe, a dot to add a dot into the Torah has to be for a purpose. If you can get the same message with less dots, then do less dots. So put the 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 dots on the minority letter letter or letters and then the dots without the letters will be used to learn the limit from the expound to expound from or upon. Gimel, let's see that inside. cloud The whole rule needs explanation. So in do you have to have extra dots? So that way, the, le- the 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 letters with dots are more, and then you know to expound on those letters. <speaking Spanish> Since if there were if there were uh, the undotted letters were the the majority, then you would expound upon them. <speaking Spanish> so it would suffice to put the dots on the non. Important letters. And then we could expound on those same non-dotted letters, because they're the majority. In case you're not really following this, we'll use an example from our specific case, the word, a love. To allude to us, to tell us, that we should expound on the letters, Aleph Vav. It would have been enough, it would have sufficed to have one dot on the letter LAMET. We would still then know to expound on the Aleph Yudvav. Because since they are the majority of the letters, the letters that don't have dots are the majority, You 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 expound on the majority. So the of the Why do you have to have the Nikud on three letters? In other words, if you're always gonna judge the majority, then keep then, only, only, then always put the dots on the minority. Why would you ever put the dots on the majority and have to do more dots? And in this case, why have three dots on Aleph Yudvav if you can get the same, seemingly, you can get the same result by putting one dot on the Lamid, and still the Aleph Yudvav are the majority. Now, besides this difficulty, there seems to be a serious contradiction in Ash. From here to a different Rashi. In addition to these questions, is there's also a contradiction with a later Rashi. It says by Lloyd that Lloyd did not know when she lied down and when she arose. So Rashi says that the word has dots on it to teach us that that when she, when she arose, he did know. In other words, that the dots are uprooting the word. They're making the word unnecessary. The the pshat is, he didn't know, not when she lied down and not when she arose. And Rashi is saying that the dots uh, on the word are telling us that he did know. As if, it, as if the ubukuma isn't there meaning to say that the dots are taking the word away. That if there's more letters with dots, then you expound on the dots, which means you add something, it teaches you something that you didn't know. Seemingly, from this other Rashi, the implication is that the dots take away something, something that you might have thought, you take it away. In other words, are the dots adding, or are the dots T- taking away, these two Rashi's seem to contradict one another. So we have four questions on the first part of Rashi. Number one, the Dibra Why does he say by Number two, why does Rashi mention Eshlim ben Elazar? Number three, why do you need, need dots on the Aleph Yud Vav? You can have the dots on the Lamid. And number three, how does the fact that we're expounding on the dots, out, uh, they we're expounding on the dots? How does that uh, 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 fit? With what Rashi says, that when the dots are there, you take away the word that has the dots under it, on top of it. Base, let's continue the Rashi now. The Rashi continues in the same Dibbena Maschal, which is going to be one of our questions. And the Rashi continues. In the Gemara of Mitzriah, they said, The Malachi Yasharis knew where Sura was. Ella, in that case, why do they say, So we're not we're not addressing here, seemingly, the ayoy or the dots. We're, we're addressing the general posik, uh, 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 that the Malachim said to Yavram, Where is your wife? So now she says, They knew where she was. Ella, lady, it's They wanted to point out that Sarah wasn't present because she was a modest person to endear her to her husband. By saying where is she means she's not here. The the guests are here. The party is here. And Sarah is not together with everyone else. Why not? Because she is a modest person. And this implies that that Sarah is modest. And this will make her more dear to her husband. Then as she continues in the name of Rabbi Yitzhi Bar that the reason they asked where she was is to send her a cup of blessing, the wine, after benching, Um, to send her some of the wine from Benching, I had to know where she was. Where should we send her the wine? This this is the second half of Rashi. So on this, we're going to have another series of seven questions that really contain more than seven questions. Some of them are like double questions. Aleph. Rashi is saying that they knew. And in that case, why do they ask Avram, where is Sarah? In the Chavavah. To endear her to her husband, or to send her the kishu This part of Rashi is a bir nitav Avram. Is an explanation not on the letters ayoy, on the dots of the letters ayoy, and the fact that they asked to Sarah where is Avram. Not if Sarah This is directly about the question to Sarah to Avram about his wife Sarah. Rashi should have put it in a separate דבר maskel, a separate Rashi. the and and not as a continuation to to the dots on the letters aleph Yudvav. because that was a question to Av to Sarah about Avram. Now we're addressing the question to Avram about Sarah. Why was Avram? Why was were they asking Avram where is Sarah? So it seems to be two totally separate things. Why are they in the same dibra maschil? The kasha is noch starker. The question is even stronger, more intense. In, in this second half of Rashi, Rashi brings from the Gemara that she was modest. Is instead of the she Sarah. seemingly a contradiction to what Rashi says at the beginning that the malachim asked Sarah where is Avram. Vosos Seemingly. The malachim conversing with Sarah is is modest. Is immodest. So why does Rashi bring the two things in continuation to each other if they're not only two, addressing two separate issues but they actually contradict one another? Base second question. So why does Rashi have to reference the Gemara above metzia He could have just continued the Purushim like he always does. Why why mention the Gemara above metzia Gimel. Just like we asked about Rabshin bin Allah with regards to the klal of Kalmaqim, Shak Sav Rabba the same thing is when he mentions the answer about uh, about sending Kaish Bracha, he quotes it in the name of Rabbiesi Barchanina. What does it do for us? What does it, the name of Rabbi Bachanina add? Dalit, Malachim Why did Malachim send? Wine from the, 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 the their own Especially since it might be seen immodest that the malachim are sending wine to someone else's wife. Avram could have sent to Sarah or given to Sarah from his own kashal Hey. So it turns out that Rashi ends up giving three explanations. Why were the Malachim asking Sarah, Asking Avram where is Sarah? One, because it's the proper etiquette that they sh- you should ask the man about his wife. Is, uh, to emphasize the fact that she was modest again this is one of the major klalei rashi that that rashi will not give us more than one reason unless there's something lacking in the reason in the or, or or in the explanation so what is lacking in these three explanations that in, in, in or in two of the three that we need to have three why wouldn't it be enough to give one reason this question is even stronger Rashi explained earlier, as einif when the matardes from their shlichus is given to Vasera Sarah, one of the purposes of their shlichus of their task was to inform Sarah that she was going to have a baby. Is the premise of our standing with pastus as the shayla shayla? Iyis Sara Yisdecha is going to answer in the b'suris so it could be understood very simply. They asked Avram where Sarah. They wanted to give her give her the good news that she's going to have a baby. Umish the g'laich vayter as the pasuk continues by Yemer Geimer and he, Avram said she's in the tent. And then they called her over, and they said, and they tell him, they tell Avram that you're going to have a baby, and Sarah was able to hear this from behind the door. So, Seemingly, we know very simply why they came. They came to tell Sarah that she was going to have a baby. So why does she have to search to find other reasons? They wanted to be nice and to, to follow the proper etiquette. They wanted to highlight her sneeze. Why did they have to give any other reasons? Why not? Why shouldn't we just say that they came to tell Sarah that she was going to have a baby? And therefore they asked Avram, where is she? Let's Let's give her the good news. seemingly the three reasons are, are, have no connection one to another one is about etiquette one is about uh, uh, pointing something out in in Sardis' conduct one is about actually giving her something it's three different things why does Rashi write them as one continuous flow <laughs> not adding that this is another pirush that should separate them as three separate pirushim. why does Rashi flow through them like as if they're one thing <laughs> and this, this question also is, can be made uh, stronger <laughs> that, the word Omar is after the name of Rashi Re- Re- Bar when you put the name of the person before the word Omar, as implies Omar would mean that he's disagreeing with the first reason. Rashi is Mishana. Rashi changes. The word Omar before, Omar before Omar". The rule is if it says the, the Omar after the name, then it's an argument. If it says Omar before the name, then it's a compliment. It's a, it's a, it's a continuation. So Rashi changes the lash the, nagimar the, the and puts the word Omar before Rabbi Si implying that it's one Hemshech, so not only are we asking what's the connection, Rashi specifically feels that there is a connection, and because of that changes the Omar before Rabi that In article 17, he points out that even though Rashi wouldn't have made up his own Girsah, it must be that Rashi had such a Girsah. But the question remains, why would Rashi use a, an uncommon Girsa and not the accepted Girsa unless he was trying to make a point that Abus Bakina is not arguing with Kedei Lechav about the previous reason and the question is why not seemingly um it's two totally different things what what would be the connection so so quickly the questions that we asked over here number 1 why is this in the same dibra Maschil as the nakud al ayoi especially if there are contradictions, it seems the first reason is saying that she was a tsunuwa. The second reason uh, the second reason is saying that she's a tsnua. The first reason is is saying that, that that she was conversing with the Malachim. The next question is why mention Bob Metziah? The next question is why does Rashi mention Abyesi Barchanina? The next question is why did the Malachim send from their from there Kaysha uh, Bracha if it's Hey why couldn't Avram send it from his? The next question is, why do we need all three reasons? The next question is, why couldn't we have a different reason entirely that they came the Sara? The next question is, why does Rashi uh, connect all three reasons as if they're one thing, especially changing and writing Amr, implying that Rav Sivir is a continuation to the previous reason and not a disagreement to the previous reason. So in Seif Gimel, we're going to start the explanation. And as we go through, the, through we're going to see all the questions fall away. One by one. The beer, now this is the beer. When Rashi comes with, uh, to, with this Rashi, Rashi is trying to clarify the following issue. The Baal doesn't pass pastors come the Isarish ta in the congregation of the Sarah since as since seemingly the 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 question Isarish ta is coming in order to tell Sarah the good news kiniskelal as you mentioned before in our questions very this this raises a question the task of informing Sarah was given to one of the Malachim. As Rashi specifies earlier, that one of the Malachim was coming to uh, inform Sarah about the fact that she was going to have a child. And as we'll mention it later from Rashi, because one Malach doesn't do two different uh, tasks. So each one had their own task. One of the Malachim was coming to tell Sarah the good news buster far kid the puter station state divider vai yomer seven of goymer begin in the saray taqa vai yomer the last inch and therefore when it pass actually says that i'm going to come back next year and sarah will have had a baby it says va'yomer in the single uh, tense So Rashi is bothered. Why does it say in the plural? It's right, says says, says the Rebbe that the the, the pastos. Simply, we would we, we would understand that they're coming to tell Sarah about having a baby. But Rashi is bothered by the word Why does it say it? And they said, if only one of them was coming to tell Sarah about the baby, their So this already answers. Question Vov in Sa'if Be'ez. Why does Rashi not say that they came L'vaser HaSara? That's the whole problem. It can't be L'vaser HaSara because it's said in Lashon Rabbim. Vos ter mitver deich varemvert vos Rashi ismaitik eich vayemru. This will also answer our first question of Saif Aleph. Why Rashi quotes the word vayemru. Rashi kum damaz bezain vavashashet vayemru Lashon Rabbim. Because that's Rashi's goal. Rashi's goal is to explain why Take does it say vayemru in the plural. Then we're presented Rashi, and then for Rashi answers that we've learned that it's the proper etiquette for a person to inquire of his host about uh, about their spouse. As we bowed Alam Malachim Am Gifred Ayisarei He does need k'dilavase to From the fact that all the Malachim asked the question, we must derive, we must deduce that this was not with the goal of informing Sarah about having a child, but rather, it is because you're supposed to do so. You're supposed to ask the husband about his wife. And now, let's follow through. Since we now understand that because it says, we now know. That it wasn't just to tell to speak to Sarah but they were trying to follow the proper etiquette for so for the same reason that you're supposed to ask the husband about his wife you're trying to be nice you're trying to show that you care that you're concerned so then the same thing should apply when you see the wife to inquire about her husband it's the proper thing they're hosting you you want to show that you that you're concerned that you care? So therefore, it must be if the malachim are following this etiquette, this minig derecheres, then it must be that they also asked Sarah about his wife, about, about her husband. So now, why doesn't it say it in the Pasik? The Pasuk says that he asked Avram, i.e. Sarah But the Pasik doesn't say that they asked Avram, they asked Sarah. Where is Avram? So therefore, Rashi comes to explain. As their far musman zagin, that therefore we must conclude as da is the nikud of Alif Yudvav Shab Shaek subsud mikra. That here the dots on the ayoy are part of Sudishal mikrah. mikra. nikud, even though in several places it actually does not address why there are dots on top of a word. Mikra. Because now she holds that the dots are not necessarily part of Psudishal Mikra. But here he has no choice. Here they must be part of Sudishom Mikra. Because being that we already deduced that according to Psudishal Mikra, Sarah would have been asked about Avram, and it doesn't say clearly in the Pasik, it must be that we're learning it from the Dots. This answers a question which the Rebbe didn't ask explicitly, but why does Rashi address the Nakudala Yoshabai love? Why does Rashi even address the dots if Rashi is Psudishal Mikra and the dots are not Sudhishol Mikra? And this answers that question. That in this case, the dot Rashi is telling you that the dots must be part of Psudishal Mikra, because otherwise you're stuck without knowing. Where do we know? Where would we see that that Sarah was asked about Avram? So this is the first period of Rashi. We still didn't answer the Ubekuma and the dots. Why there's why why the dots are on the Aleph Yudvav and not on the Lamed. We'll, we'll get to that. But the first thing is, is Rashi is not coming to explain to us why there are dots on the Aleph Yudvav. Rashi, that's not Rashi's goal. Rashi's goal is to explain to us what were the Malachim asking. What were the Malachim asking? The Malach, and the, and he's explaining to us. The Malachim were asking, Sheila Shalom. They were they, they were they were inquiring on the, about the welfare of their host. And clearly they were asking each of them, the Avram about Sarah and Sarah about Avram. And therefore, Rashi has to bring up the dots on the Ayay to, to prove that even Al-Pepshudu Shal Mikra, the Malachim asked Sarah, where is Avram? But this question is not enough. Earlier we asked in one of the questions, why do we need three three answers? So, so part of that will be answered right now. That Nashi is saying the first answer is not enough. Why? So the, the, This etiquette that we're being taught, that you're supposed to ask uh, uh, the welfare, about the welfare of the host or of the host's spouse, is a'inifu shalom. It's inquiring about how they are, not where they are. To know how she's doing, it doesn't matter where she is. You don't have to ask, where is your wife? You ask, how is your wife? How is she feeling? How is she doing? So it doesn't answer the question, why would they ask, where is Sarah? And therefore Rashi brings... Two more explanations: either they wanted to endear her to him by pointing out her modesty, or they wanted to send her (inaudible) a bracha. That the fact that they inquired about her welfare, again, not saying the second pirush is not saying that they didn't inquire about their welfare because because we're going to see later that all three pirushim could be true. Could be it could be true at once but the fact that when they inquired about her welfare they did so in a question about her whereabouts is because they had another goal or two in mind one is this, one to endear to her husband and in order to send her so this answers the question I mean it'll, it'll be touched upon weiter as well but this explains the question why it's all one dibra because all the whole entire Rashi is coming to explain the word Vayoyimru. They said, they said to him, why? What were they trying to accomplish? And and the first thing is they're trying to accomplish She'ila shalom, inquiring about her welfare. But there's a problem with that because they said, and therefore Rashi brings two more purushim to say that in the She'ila shalim there was a secondary goal, which is why they said it in a inquiring about her whereabouts as well. Now, in Sith Hay, and for that matter in Sif Vav as well, we're going to address the contradiction between them conversing with Sarah about her husband Avram and the fact that she was a tsnuah, she was a modest person. And also at the same time, we're going to address the dots. We asked the question why are there three dots on the Aleph Yudvav and not just one dot on the Lamid? And how does this limud that we're expounding on the dotted letters coincide with the the Rashi of Ubekuma that the dots mean that you take away the word. So he says like this. When Rashi brings the, the fact that she was a Tchnuah with this now is answering another question as follows. A word or a letter that has a dot on top this is showing that this letter is distinct. It's different than the other letters. In what does this distinction consist of? To say that then dots are coming to remove the letter, to omit the letter or word. You can't, at least according to Pshat. Because if that's the case, who needs the word? If you want to take out the words or the letters, then just don't put them there in the first place. Why put them there with dots? If you can, if you can just not put them there. So therefore, we must say, as the nor that the dots on top of the word or letters are weakening the 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 the, the, the meaning of the word. For example, when it comes to Vayishakeu that Esav kissed Yaakov, there's dots on the whole word of Rashi says, The dots on Vayishakeu are telling me that Esav did not give him a kiss wholeheartedly. Which basically means there was a weaker kiss. Even the second pirush that Esav did kiss Yaakov with his whole heart is—it's also still a weaker thing. Why? Because it was need to give it wasn't the normal kind of Esav to Yaakov kiss, which would have been a weak kiss because Esav hates Yaakov. It was a full, a, a full-fledged kiss. So either it means that the kiss was weak, or it means that Asav was weak. But either way, the Yishakeu is weakening the the meaning of the word. Either it means that Asav was weaker, he gave a full kiss because he was in a state of of weakness with regards to his regular state, or it means that the kiss was a weak kiss. But either way, the dots represent a weakness. Other nochmer, or the dots could have a different uh, intent. As the Nikod is oiker, al other mechiburoi vinekra heaven, or the dat is uprooting the word. Either it's uprooting it from its place, or it's uprooting it from being connected. It's disconnecting it from its source, but it remains in place. Like, for example, when it says that the, the, uh, the, the stone was uprooted, it means that it just, the, the, the cement that connects it to the wall was not there, but the, the stone itself remained in its place. So what it's doing is it's uprooting the word but it's not deleting it. Like for example, Rashi says that Loy did know when she arose which basically sounds like we're taking away the word of But it can uproot it without deleting it. What does that mean? After the pasik just uh, stay with me because it's all gonna to come together. In other words, we're trying to understand the the, the 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 intent of the dots. Either the dots weaken the meaning, like that it was a weaker kiss, or what it does is it removes the word, it disconnects the word, but it doesn't entirely delete it. And he's explaining now why although Rashi says that Ubekuma, Yada that Lait knew when she arose, nevertheless, it doesn't entirely take away the word Ubekuma. Because when, when the, after the Pasik says that Lait did not know, or possibly he did know, it says that the next night and the older daughter says to the younger daughter, let's give him to drink wine again tonight if light found out what happened then it wouldn't have helped to make him drunk because he knows to be careful so why did the, why did the, the, the older daughter think that she could trick him again with Nashkenu Yain as does the explanation is is light knew what had happened. <laughs> light himself did know when she arose, but Light's daughters did not know that Light knew. And therefore, they thought that Nashkinoyain is going to work. Now, so what happens? Their Vart bekuma is Nekar from Velayada Light. It's disconnected. He did not know when she lied down and when she arose. So bekuma gets disengaged. From the words V'lo yoda, because light did not know, and is abirdah, but it remains, it still it remains connected to the words that come later. That the older daughter, the younger daughter, they did take didn't know that light knew. So, what we see from here is that, is that even by uvakuma, what we're doing is we're weakening. The meaning of the word, or we're disconnecting the word but not deleting it. So this, first of all, it mean, doesn't yet answer anything because we still have to apply it to sivav to to the word a love. So CFA has told us that when there's dots on a word, they're trying to identify uh, these these this word or these letters as to be different than the rest. In what way? By saying that it's weaker in some way than the than the simple understanding. The fullness of understanding will be done. So now let's apply that to our case. Zipal, the Aces, Aleph, Yud, Vav, Shebe, Elav, Zanim, and Since the letters Aleph, Yud, Vav, have dots on the top. as Vaisdes, Az, Dishayle, Tzusara, Ayoy, Avrom, Iz, Geven, Nit, Bet, Tekev, Kokach, V, Dishayle, Elav, Tzu, Avram. This means that the Ayoy is weaker than the Elav. The question to Avram, where is Sara, was stronger than the question to Sara, where is Avram. Before we explain how it was weaker and how it answers our questions, he adds in this next paragraph in the brackets, an answer to our question about the Dats on the Aleph Yudvoth. Der Midverd, Ferentverd, Favosot, Gedarv, Zayn, Der Nikud, Avdrai, Asis, Funei, Lov. Hagam, Esven, Svod, Gevena, Nikud, Norov, and Lamed, Vom, Menich, Gedars, Funei, Asis, Ayoy, Vom, Kinal, Kolmokim, Shaksav, Rabbal, Anikudot, Totei, this explains why the Aleph Yudvav Vav need the dots. Even though if the dots was just on the Lamed, we would have also pulled out the Aleph Yudvav as the majority of the letters. But it, now we understand why the Aleph Yudvav have the dots. the of the Aleph as the Shaila since the dots are weakening the letters that are under them. And we want to know, tell you that the ayoy Avraham was weaker, so you have to have the dots on the Ay- on the, on the Aleph Yud Vav. If the dot was just on the Lamid, even though we would darshan the Aleph Yudvav, but we wouldn't know that it's to weaken it, because the, the the dots make it weaker. So therefore, the da- dots have to be on the Aleph Yud in order to tell us that whatever we're going to learn from the Aleph Yud is to weaken the meaning. So that answers the the, the, the question Gimel of Sif Aleph. Why the Datsa, dafkan Alef, Let's go back to our discussion here with regards to the weakness of the question. What makes it a, a weaker question? Is first time brings We'll understand it based on what Rashi brings in the next explanation that the Nalachim that were highlighting the fact that she was modest. Since was... Modest is this for Mekhayev, therefore, logic compels us to realize as Eichdi Shaila Avram, Hamed Malachim by Yegrek, Nita and Afan de Pierceum Vigilo, says Grambafen Sneas when the Malachim asked her the question where is Avram? It was not in an open public setting which would have been less sneeus. It was done in a quieter, weaker, more modest way. But now we've answered a number of questions. We've answered our question, why uh, uh, the, 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 the fact that the first two explanations are not a contradiction to each other, because even the fact that they asked the question, Ayoy Avraham, was being asked in a tzniyizdik way, and therefore it's not bested, and therefore we see that the, the, the two answers are connected to each other, as the whole Rashi is connected to each other, because it's all coming to explain why did Avraham, why did the Malachim say, why, it's why all of them participated in the question? And we also understand that the, the, the two Rashi's are not a The ubukuma and the Nokodal Ayoy are not a Because in all the cases, the dots are weakening or disconnecting the word from the, the rest of the Pasuk, or from the original meaning. And we're doing the same thing over here. We're pulling out the Ayoy to weaken the question and say it was asked in a modest way. Leida is movan. And those was Asha brings from Abimelech is it snowa is the best that we understand that the fact that Rashi brings from Abimelech that to tell us that she was it's snowa a modest person is as neat nor kin stated zum Petrus is is as neat nor neat kin stated zum Petrus after Saralah of Abraham not only does it not contradict the earlier thing that the Ashtar wears of Abraham it's because of the fact that she was snowa that helps us understand why the letters Aleph Yudvav have the dots on top of them? Because we want to weaken the ayoy and tell you that it wasn't asked by Pirsum or Bagali in an open and public manner, it was asked in a way of tzniyas. So now we're getting, we, now we are, we are uh, uh, working our way through the Rashi. We now understand that Rashi is coming to explain to us what the Malachim were con- trying to accomplish. They were trying to fulfill the mitzvah, the minig deracheretz the, the of Sheila Shalom, and they asked both of them. They the, 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 the asked both of them the, the the question: Where is Sarah or where is Avram? We wondered why are they asking where? So for this, we bring in the Kadele Chavava. They, want, they wanted to endear, her, so they wanted to. Point out to Avram that she's not around in public. And the fact that we mentioned the word that she was at Snua helps us understand that when they asked Sarah ay, ay Avram, they did it in a tneeistic away. Now, let's keep on going to answer more of our questions. Now, the reason why when it, when, when he mentions this reason that she was at Snua is that she mached him Rashi introduces it by mentioning Bab Metzia. Is their claw Ben Being that the the beginning of this the idea, the group the the rule that whenever there's more letters with dots, you da, you're dartion the dots, the dotted letters, and whenever there's more letters without dots, you darsh on the undotted letters, that's written in Brescia Zok to as I bring the hemshich from Babbu Mitzia Davkes. So Rashi is telling us, I'm bringing you the end of Babbu, the, the end of the, the continuation from Bab Mitzia. When Daskum behemshich, when again says that that in Bab Mitzia it mentions all three reasons. It mentions Shila Shalom. It mentions Kadeh Lechavva, and it mentions the Shagela. So Rashi says, look in Bab Mitzia, you'll see that all three reasons are there. So, even though I had to bring the klal from Precious Rabbah, I want you to look in Bab Mitziah and see that all three reasons are there together, complementing one another and completing one another, and they're not arguing with each other. And actually, therefore, Rashi also says the word Oimrim. The Rebbe didn't mention this in the questions, but the word Oimrim is an unusual term in Rashi. And Rashi used the word Oimrim as in Bab is they say it. Without saying a name, everyone agrees to this. Even the Chod Shemina who says that they asked Sarda, "Where is Avram?" He could still agree with Tznuahaisa. Even according to Rabbi Yissocher Chanina, which says that they were sending a kershal bracha, even sending a kershal bracha, one of our questions was: Malachim sending wine to a, to to Sarah is not Sniasdik. So we're going to address that later. In Sif Yud Sif why it was why it was not a problem of tsnius. But the point here is that everyone agrees that she was a tsnuah, and all the reasons. Do not contradict with the fact that she was a tsnuah. All three reasons complement and complete each other. So, why do we need a third reason? We had a, for, a, a, the, the reason why Sha'ilah Shalom wasn't enough because it says, Ayay Sarah Where is Sarah? So, the answer is he wanted to point out that she's not in the public sphere, in the public uh, 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 place. So, and, and to highlight her tsnius, Why do we need a third reason? So in Sif Chassi explains that the Pirush, that, that, that they wanted to highlight this to, to Avram, that she was a tznuah, is not a sufficient reason. While, Avram knew that she was a tsnua. She's mentioned earlier in the Parsha on the way to Mitzrayim. Avram noticed uh, uh, knew that she was its newer. <inaudible> they were malachim. They 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 weren't people. They knew that Avram knows. <inaudible> so this w- w- uh, this would bring out this would point out that all they were doing was arousing, away, uh, uh, highlighting the the endearment that already existed. So it's it's missing something. In other words, if if he had no idea who she was, and they were trying to tell her she's a very special person, fine. But he already knew that she was a new and therefore, obviously, she was already dear to him. So all they were doing was highlighting or 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 They were pointing out the the the, the, the endearment that already existed. So it's not a a full a fully sufficient explanation. Therefore, Rashi adds that the Malach had another reason not not a contra, not a different reason meaning to say that but an additional reason in addition to the fact that they wanted to highlight its they also had another practical reason in in Tess, is going to explain another reason why we need the th- another explanation why we need the third reason But before that he's going to explain why do we need the second reason if if they have a practical reason to ask Aye because they're sending the Keshul Bracha then why why do we even need the reason of Lady In other words, we the first reason is Sheila Shalom. But if you have Sheila Shalom, why do say Aye? So say because there was, they wanted to send her some wine, so they need to know where she is. Why do you need the middle reason? So he says in the last paragraph of Sifchasi explains, the, the, the reason of the Keshul Bracha by itself is not enough because since the Malachim knew where she was, how was it to send her they didn't need to ask where she is. They knew where she was. Now, not only are we saying why do you say because if, if all you want to do is now there's another question. If we they know where she is why do you have to say because Rashi says in the second explanation, that the fact that they uh, they elaborated in their question, and said, Where is Sarah your wife? is So that Rashi should have to notice, and therefore answer, that she is in the tent. But Which would highlight, which would exceptionally highlight, the fact that and therefore, you need to have, you need to have that reason as well. Because if you didn't have the Shichnuah, reason reason number two, then the question would still be, why say Ayee, yeah, if they know where she is? So they have to say, yeah, of course they knew where she was. They wanted to point out to Avram that he should notice where she is in order to endear her to him. In sif test, he's going to give another reason. In other words, in sif ches, he explained that Avram already knew that she was a Shichnuah. So the Amalachim weren't adding that much, and therefore they, they therefore Rashi wants to give another reason why they were asking sarah and they said they wanted to know where to send the koshul bracha. In Siftezi, he gives another explanation. Another advantage to the reason of kedel shagirla, over the reason of to point out that she's a tenua. You only have to point out the negative. That she's not in the public arena. And you don't have to say where she is. To point out that she was in the tent. But in... Uh, this third reason of they want to send her, then you have to know the exact place. In other words, if the point was uh, to say this, you don't have to say, you could just point out that Sarah is not around. But to ask Sarah and for Avram to have to answer, he that makes more sense if they needed to know the exact location of Sarah in order to send her. So now there's another advantage to the third reason. But of course, like we said in the end of Seif Ches, that, the, that reason alone is not enough because they knew where she was. So to, to, to ask Aye Sarah Yishtacha the, 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 uh, the th- second reason that they wanted to highlight to Avram the fact that she was not around, that would fit better with the fact that they said Aye, although they knew where she was. So in the end, we need to have all three reasons. We need to have Sheila Shalom because they were saying So that was for the Sheila shalom. Ay. They said Ayye. So they said for two reasons. Either they said because um, um they wanted to point out that she was a Tzunua. And that's why they said to highlight the fact that she was that she wasn't around. And additionally, they also wanted to send her a Keshla Bracha. And therefore, they said ayaye. And the advantage of the of of the of that reason is a that they uh, they they weren't pointing out something that that Avram already knew, and b they were asking for the exact location because there was a practical reason for it. Oh, now let's go back to the tznias thing. L'chayra and sending sending wine to to someone else's wife is not an inyan tzanua. Plus. Oh I can love send his own wine why did he have to send their wine the tamas billahkum magid da you can sort of the their case that soll the reason that the magid had to send to the their case soll brach gamas lehidot but can't give him from sein even though seemingly Avram could have given from his küsberacha is moving past us this too is understood very simply Zyang, but Dik Dick Betaklashlaim was in Achnosa Echim since Avram was totally fulfilling this mitzvah Achnosas Echim in the best possible way. Is Avram given in Ganzen? and far numan mechamas and dimalachim? Avram was entirely engrossed in serving the angels. Dimalachim. Fuvu I medalayim. He was standing over them. Unardi the Malachim Vayo Khelu. Dimalachim were eating. Avram wasn't eating. Erodnitasan. So There was no benching, so there was no Kesel Bracha. based on this, is explained that The fact that the sent Sarah their Bracha is because there was no there was no other way. It wasn't like they could have sent through Avram. Avram didn't have any. The only way to give her some 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 blessing was to send their especially since they themselves did not give it to Sarah the word Lishagir means it was sent to her it wasn't given to her so they weren't personally uh, uh, delivering it to her and this was the only coast of that was there and therefore and therefore it's not a student it's new okay Let's talk about the Reyesi Barchanina for a second. We asked the question, why does, the men- why does Rashi mention Reyesi Barchanina? So the Rebbe is going to say that this is going to answer the question of the Talmud Mamulach, the seasoned student or the sharp student. And the reason why we mentioned that it's the Tal- Talmud Mamulach is because if the question is of a regular Chamish LeMikra, then Rashi has to explain it explicitly. Rashi has to actually spell it out. The fact that Rashi could hint it in the name of, a, of the Balamaimer is because we're talking about a Talmud Mamullah. We're talking this all part of the Klole Rashi. We're talking about a seasoned student who has the ability and the knowledge to defer from the name of the Balamaimer to answer his question that he may have. The is a Talmud On this topic about the about, about the Bracha. So we're saying that, that they didn't have another choice. It was sent to her, but it wasn't given to her. The Talmud Mullah, the seasoned student, is gonna ask that uh, that as Sarah's neman from Zer Keshabracha is for it needkin snias Bishlamus. The fact that Sarah took their Keshla Bracha is still not completely something that was Sniizdik. Their fire Dr. Rashi, Amar Rabi Bakhanina. That's why Rashi uh, uh mentions the name of Rabis Bachanina. This is actually connected to the haftira of this week, the Isha Ashunamis. And now she brings over there that a woman is able to uh, observe, be, uh, to, uh, to recognize something about the guests more than the man does. As Sarah their the Archims, I need us to mention. Sarah had the keen insight to notice that these were not regular people. So to take Bracha uh, from people that even if she didn't know they were actually angels she knew that they were they resembled angels they knew she they, she knew that they were special unique people this is not really a immodest thing you know if it's two regular people and one is a male one is a female it might be seen as immodest but if it's someone unique someone on the level of a malach, that's giving Keshla bracha. Then it's not considered as something eipachatznius. So if Asura didn't worry about that. That it would be immodest of her to take the keshele bracha. She right away saw who these people were. There was something special about these people. She didn't have to be afraid that taking keshele bracha from them would would uh, be seen or be considered immodest. So this answers the question. The third question is if Dalit, why Rashi mentions Rabbi baisi we still didn't answer. This is the seventh question in Siv Bez. Why does Rashi mention all of the reasons as if they're one long continuation and doesn't break it up with davar Acher or other things? Seemingly, they're three separate reasons. So up until this point, we, we showed how they complement one another. The, the, the fact that she was sneezed, the fact that, uh, the, the fact that they asked, they also wanted to know where, where to give kaiso bracha, they don't contradict one another. And therefore you could say that when they said ayesara, they they meant all three reasons. But there's still three separate reasons. They may not contradict each other. They may be all understood in the pasuk, but it's three different reasons. It's for us. Rashi in Ein Hamshich. So why does Rashi write them in one continuation? We need to be careful. For Rashi, we need to understand the pirdushim. I feel that when the pirdushim are not bestirred to one another, we had the pirdush for Em for versus Do in and Pirdush. So in other places where the pirdushim are not bestirred to one another. But each pirush is coming to answer a question that you might have in another one, so they're all complimenting each other. And yet Rashi says, "Davar Rashi identifies each one as its own pirush, and Avir Rashi does not do that. Is there beer in them? So here's a very beautiful explanation. The three answers, the three explanations, rather are. Three explanations of what was done by three angels. Each one for their respective reason. Similar to the fact that she said that one Malach cannot do two tasks. When Yadir, so therefore, similarly, each Malach ha- asked the same question, but for their own reason. When Yedet Tam is Malach. And each reason is relevant to one of the three malachim. After sheikin the keisho bracha is genug ein malach. The same keisho bracha, you only need one malach. Be menzetes, by yadr keisho bracha. As you see, by any of bracha, that one person could distribute it. Eich, aflishol bachsani is genug. As ein malach, to ask to inquire about her welfare. One of them could do it in... Uh, uh, in, uh, representing all of them. But the of Al Baila to point out how special she is. You only need one person. So, therefore, Rashi is telling us that you have three Malachim that are coming and they're asking, and each one had a different intent, trying to accomplish something, or three things that complement one another. But each one Malach was doing their own thing. And although it doesn't say it clearly in the Sikh here, but but according to this, the vayoyimru in the Dibra Maskil is not stam. Is not stam to say that they all said ayesar ishtacha. They all said it, and each for their own reason, which is explained in this Rashi. Oh. The last thing we didn't answer yet is the Rabshim and Allah. Why Rashi mentions that the klal kol rabal wherever there's more uh, undotted letters. Then dotted letters, then you follow that. They said in the name of Shimon Allah, the beer in the Klaqum Shaksa Rabala Allah is as follows. This rule that when there's more letters with dots than the letters without dots, then you expound on the letters with dots. Meant needs us a poshat. We're not negating the literal meaning of the pasuk. Especially that Rashi is following Pshudishal Mikra, you can't take away the Pshudishal Mikra. The Pashat of Pshat over here, nor as Neisiv some Pidusha Pashat with the aesis Amenukados and Achelik for the constant dvar. In addition to the simple meaning, where the dotted letters are part of a full word, vayistin niku tshibahem as they say in Oich kiluv yavardu from the Yatsmei. The dots also identifies these letters as its own word. So there's two meanings here. There's a love. And there's ayoy. The says that in the acisamenukados, ubenidden the Dad acis is aleph yud vav. So which means that in the dotted letters, which are aleph yud vav, in the yanim, there's two aspects, two elements. Alephs is an achelik from the word elov. They're part of the word elov. Umitzad dem that in the acis is aleph yud vav menukad. a atofel. While the iker from the word elov to Abraham is their lamet. One element is the fact where they are part of a word. And in this element, the Aleph Yudvav are of secondary importance to the Lamid. Lamid means to, like L. So, Vayyaymru, A love, they said to Avram, the most important letter in that word is the Lamid, which means Li Avram. They said to Avram. So, the Lamid is the most important letter. The Aleph Yudvav make the word A love to him, to the Lamid. So they so they are this secondary importance to the lamit. Then you have Bez, the verb of Naatomi then you also have the second element where they are pulled out because they have dots on them and create the word ayoy. So you have two parts. You have a law where the lamed is the ikir and the ayoy is the Tafel And you have the ayoy where the ayoy, aleph yudvav is the ikir. the the talmud So now the bencham the mikra. Who is the seasoned student is asking this question via shaykh as the am going to call aleph yudvav. laksav, How do you take the aleph yudvav, which as the, are, are are more than the Lamed. they're the majority of the letters and they also have their own entity their own identity how does the majority become secondary that's the talmud is asking he said doesn't make sense you have a word a love you're taking the Aleph, Yudvav, they are a tafel, and Lamed is the Nikir. so the the majority becomes this uh, becomes secondary to the to the to the to the minority This is what Rashi is clarifying when he mentions the name of the Shimon al The woman is allowed to fill up the whole bread with oven. This is talking because the bread cooks, bakes better when the oven is full. This is referring to uh, Yontif. Yantiv, you're allowed to cook or bake. So the woman needs one loaf of bread. Now you're not allowed to cook a yantiv for the for after yantiv. So if you need only one loaf of bread, you cook, you bake one loaf of bread. If you need that, so the Gemara in Beza says that even though you're only allowed to cook or bake for what you need for that day, but if a woman is co- baking bread, so since a full oven benefits the one loaf of bread and bakes it better, therefore. Therefore, you're allowed to bake an entire oven full of bread for the one loaf that you need. As Afal pivas to leave davzi oven even though for this Yamtiv, she only needs the one loaf. Megzi mit she's allowed to bake an entire oven full of bread the in order to, to minimize the empty space in the oven as their darf Yamtivs in order that the bread that she does need on Yamtiv should bake better. <laughs> so the shimon ben elazar holds that the, the multitudes of, of, lo- of loaves, the many loaves, become secondary to the one loaf. Since you need the one loaf, you're allowed to bake all the other loaves in order to make the one loaf bake better. <laughs> it's okay that the three letters... Which are the majority are of secondary importance to the one letter, the Lamet. In other words, Abshuman Allah does not have a problem with a majority being a tofel being secondary. And therefore, he could say the same thing with regards to Ayoy. How do we know this? Because of the way of what he holds with regards to baking the bread on Yontif. So, in other words, in both in both times the name was mentioned, you see that the name. The reason that Rashi is mentioning the name is in order to highlight a different teaching of this same person that complements and explains to us his shita, and therefore therefore what he says here is not a question. After this entire, all the questions are answered, I, Baruch I've appeared a chart. I couldn't fit it onto one page because there were so many qu- questions and issues that Nashi that is addressing. And the chart will be on the website. It, it, uh, it itemizes each of the questions and gives the, 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 the Rebbe's explanation in, in a very short way. And But we still have to end with the Yenish Shaltada. The Yenish Shaltada is going to be from this last thing that we spoke about, this Limud of Reb Shem and about the bread in the oven. The person thinks about the fact that the time that he spends learning Tera and doing mitzvahs is only quantitatively a small amount. Most of his time is spent on eating, drinking, and sleeping. being involved in his uh, 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 acquiring a livelihood. Uh, personal things, uh, 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 Dan, Necessary things can do mutnaf and arts and this could make him weak in the heart, this can make him sad, melancholy, <speaking in the> and <heart> from because he thinks to himself that there's a great big void in his life, a place that is part that is empty of tero mitzvahs. <speaking in> the <heart> Therefore, there's a lesson to be learned over here, as <speaking in> the same that <heart> if he engages in these permissible things, these non Mandatory things, non-obligatory things, but they are done for the sake of Hashem. They go out of the category of permissible, out of the category of non-obligatory, and they become part, secondary, but part of Similar to the fact that the woman is allowed to fill the entire oven with bread. you only to do for that day. Nevertheless, because the whole bread, the whole oven full of bread, since it's coming, it since it's there, in order to make the one loaf bake well. The whole oven becomes makes all the bread in the oven becomes yamtuvdik. Under and now the hollow this, the emptiness, the inside of the oven, is not filled with mundane bread. <speaking in Hebrew> but it's filled with dike bread. Similarly, <speaking in Hebrew> so when a yid engages in non-obligatory a- elements of his life for the purpose of enhancing teiru <speaking in Hebrew> mitzvahs, especially that his teiru bread should bake well, <speaking in Hebrew> which means, Similar to what it says in the Qutta in the Pasik, where it says that ten women will bake their bread in one oven, which is in the Taekha. In Parsh's Bichu Kaysai. the Qutta explains it in the positive. That the bread of Tatrah should be baked well. In the warmth, of, meaning the of the love. That comes to Hashem from contemplating the oneness of Hashem. They're going to bake their bread, their Tayr is going to be warmed and inspired in the heat of the recognition of the one Hashem. So, in other words, when a person learns Tayr and when a person engages in material things, but for the purpose of Tayr or verite damos beloshna ramam ibn Hashem tamid then he becomes a person who's serving Hashem consistently. And even when he engages in business. Even when he engages, even when he sleeps. His sleep is a way of serving Hashem. and He's serving Hashem in all of his actions, in all of his ways. Even in the lowest of his actions and ways, he's still serving Hashem. But which is the purpose of creation, to make this world a dwelling place for Hashem. Which is explained in the Hemshek which this Shabbos, meaning to say, Chav of, I'm sorry, is the of the Rebbe Rasha And thus Ban, this re- brings us to a time when you won't even have to rely on baking, meaning to say on the warmth of 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 the learning from of today. But I see that is going to produce delicious foods and fancy clothing. In other words, that even the gasmias of the of Eretz Yisrael is going to produce. That the the, the, the Gashmis itself is going to be something holy. So it's of going to happen with the coming of Mashiach.